You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. Hey man, the only place I go Every night is the Ryan Show Mr. Cheeks myself Check us out for an hour, enjoy yourself Good music and special guests Listen, we the best, forget the rest It's just me and Ryan, Cheeks the team yeah, we about to rank, rank, rank supreme. Come on. Yeah, we coming over and we taking the scene. Yeah, we should be on that limelight up, up on the screen. Yeah, you know my team. Yeah, we really just doing this. Fluid up every time we really just moving this. Yeah, man, we mix it up. To all of my fellas and chicks with us. Hey, best believe we the new way. Mr. T's Rob Boogie and Anthony Dave. Let's go. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot mm-hmm. Show. gentlemen boys and girls who are now tuned in this is the weekly premiere yes another rendition of the ryan show fm starring myself your host ryan vernell and joined by my cohorts partners in crimes whatever you want to call them legendary socialite he might be drunk right now and on god knows what There's else a good chance <laughs> hamptons dave is in the building and What's going on in the oh, window God. beside him He's got the Rap Dilla's sweater on. I can't see what's on his hat, but he is indeed a hip-hop legend. The icon, the Southside Jamaica Hogan, Mr. Cheeks, is in the Zoom. What's going on, brother man? Else. What it do, what it do, family? Let's get it. We've got a hell of a night ahead of us, boys, but oh, what a week it's been. 2021 has been full of surprises. It's crazy. It's it's like 2020 just went into the bathroom, threw a wig on, and came out. That's 2021. <laughs> 2021, the sequel, as they say. People were wondering, by the way, they were messaging me and saying, why didn't anybody speak at all about those crazy terrorist attacks that went down at the nation's capital? Yeah, it was- And we never got a chance to because it happened during that Thursday. The show airs on Thursday. We record the show usually on Tuesday for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very, very crazy situation. To all of the rednecks out there and great-great-grandsons of the Confederate soldiers that raided the U.S. Capitol, try that stuff around here, you will be shot. It's just, it's crazy how it was just, it was like, they just, it just was allowed to happen. I mean, they were doing, they were climbing walls and stuff, but then you look at them, this video of them in the Capitol, and they're like walking through ropes. Like, it looks like they set up ropes for them to get from room to room. To go, it's it's crazy. And then people try to justify that it's like political and it's, you know, it's patriotic. It, it's crazy that 
anybody that could <laughs> even look at that happen and say this is justified in any way. I understand if there was like actually a rigged election and it was proven and Trump came out and had actual proof that this was not the real results of the election. It's been altered. Then, yeah, democracy is at stake and there needs to be protest. But there was zero proof, zero evidence. And it did seem almost like a failed attempt at a coup, a very like poorly done coup. Right. It, it seemed like like you said, Dave, it was almost an inside job. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what came out of it was some media genius, though, like the lady with the onions. Did you see her? No. The lady that's crying, if you look in, the, there's a video. She has Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd gotten uh, stomped out or walked on <laughs> yeah. or whatever. In the- <laughs> she's saying she's crying and she's rubbing onions. I don't know. That's Cheeks crazy. has been yeah, posting that- up some gold. So really yeah. quick, everybody that's listening out there, go to Mr. Cheeks' Instagram, at the real Mr. Cheeks 132. It's almost become a hub for anti-Trump and anti-fascist <laughs> yeah. activity. He's been on fire, too. Yeah. He's been on fire with his posts lately. Cheeks, that one post you made of the guy climbing My the wall. Don't know them like the, the dude with the Mario music when <laughs> yeah, he falls. That's the funny Mario yeah, that's, That might get the best for 2021 so far <laughs> on the internet. And I'm looking right now, he's... A whole bunch of white trash in the, in the, yeah. in the D.C. area. It's crazy. A lot of it. A whole bunch of white trash in the D.C. area. On, we on forget, yo, 150 years I'm ago. I'm glad it wasn't black, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo... Yeah, you know there I'm was saying? a few. That's crazy, right? You see, That's there was crazy. a few black people I say, there. Yeah, a few. I yeah, they they really stood out. It didn't it didn't really make sense. Like <laughs> standing there with it's the trumpet. Just, <laughs> what is it? It said it said uh, what did it say? Uh, um, it said uh, MAGA lives. Oh no, it said Black Lives MAGA. The guy at the show said Black Lives MAGA. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> uh, yo, That's something that talk about copyright. That's disgusting. It's too funny, man. We got a copyright. But your man is going down. That's the. That's the bottom line. He's out. Him and his people. Him and his people that was counting on that, counting on that, backing up that bullshit. Stole a steal. This is crazy. It was pretty ridiculous. Going down, baby. And now they're getting called out and getting fired. I just can't wait to have the January twentieth. Yep. Don't have to worry about him doing anything crazy anymore. There's also a video on here of a of an old man flipping off a guy in a car, and he appears to be cursing out the guy in the car. He's got the Trump hat on, he's walking his dog, and he walks face first into a steel pole. <laughs> <laughs> Great video there, Cheeks. That one too. <laughs> That's good. You know what video I saw? There's the video of the guy that lives down the block, the white guy. And he's saying the crackers are storming the Capitol. He's yelling Love at somebody that. in the car. And he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, crackers. <laughs> these crackers are storming. That's as funny as hell right there. The lady you in the say, like you say, you got good people, you got bad pieces. Yeah. And like you said, and it's in one of his last posts, Cheeks goes, skin color doesn't mean the S word. You're either a good person or a piece of you know what. And that really is what it comes down to. It's kind of like, I hate to, to make it about good or evil, but if you really are, are making judgments on somebody based upon the way that they look, it's pretty pretty much clear cut. You're a piece of, you, like Cheeks said, a piece of you know what. <laughs> the most. Like, so that being said, you're we a are- uh, You're a turd. A turd, exactly. <laughs> you're a turd. You're a turd. So we've got a lot of good stuff going on. We got Coach 
Hugh Jackson. And who knows, he might actually be an NFL coach again. At least that's what these rumors are churning around in that rumor mill. I heard on ESPN Radio the other day that they are considering our friend Hugh Jackson, who is a part of our sports team, if you will. They're considering him for a position as Jets coach for a position, something to do with the, with the Vikings offensive coordinator. If the guy would, over there retires, let's get him in. The, let's get him in the Jets organization when we start opening the stadiums back up. Sundays we're at MetLife uh, covering the game. Covering, I see he's got the air quotes when he says covering. <laughs> <laughs> covering the game. We'll get Sam Sam Garns. I'll give a shout out to Sam Garns too. He ain't been on the show. We got to get him back. Love in Sam for, uh, Garns. One it's of been these too long. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to get some uh, expert NFL predictions. I know we did last week. That was for the gamblers. This week is for the sports lovers, the ones that aren't always uh, putting their money on it. But I'm excited. Expert knowledge on sports. Also, today we've got Fredro Star coming. Some Queens hip-hop oh. madness here in the Zoom chat tonight. Yes. And these guys have a long history. The Classics. two gentlemen. Classics. Yeah. Cheeks and Fredro Star have a long history and it began all the way back when they were called, when, before Cheeks was Mr. Cheeks, when he was Co-Cheeks. The young Co-Cheeks. Yes, sir. Stay Fresh crew. That's right, the Stay Fresh crew. That's what Onyx, I, I guess, had gone. But Onyx is a hard name, though. Onyx is still yeah. hard. Literally. Yeah, Onyx Literally is hard tough. rock. Yo, so that's going to be good. When, he's came, been, when they came through with that logo and all that shit, his mind's Onyx, the man face, Fredro really looks like the logo. <laughs> it's always what I think. When I see him like wearing the shirt with the logo, it looks exactly like him. So that'll be good. We also, to, to listeners of the show that have been with us since the beginning, you know Bamboo Gutta, a.k.a. Bamboo Star. Well, that is the younger brother of Fredro Star. As a matter of fact, he was the first guest that we ever had on FM radio was Fredro Star's brother. So yep. once again, things yeah, come kind of full circle. And he came out to Boston, too. Came out with us. Yep. Born with the Shout sauce. Out. Yes, he is the one with the sauce. Yeah, he showed love. He was since Tavern. I don't think he came to when we were in the city, right? I don't think he came to Stone Creek. No, he didn't do the Stone Creek. But I think he came to everything else, though. Tavern Lounge. Yep. Long time. And it's just, yeah, it's yeah. just damn pandemic kind of prevents us from seeing people or throwing parties, really. That's really yeah, what's yeah. The, the big difference here. But. Uh, before we go into break and have Honky Wonky pull out those ones and twos, if that is even the term for it, he's always on the ones and twos, we have a bakery, and it's right in time for Valentine's Day. The Ryan Show Bakery, a.k.a. R.S. Bakery, is open for business. Get a special Ryan Show box of sweets for the person that you love. We're talking chocolate-covered pretzels. We're talking candy-coated Rice Krispies, chocolate and caramel and we're talking chocolate-covered Oreos, all with your favorite Ryan Show logo attached to them. The logo is so good that you can eat that, too. Mr. Cheeks, I heard that you got a delivery in the mail. How's that box of uh, candy looking? Uh, it's looking good. I had a few pieces of the day. Popped those off yesterday during the games. With a nice cheeseburger with the bing on the side. Everything was good. With the whole thing coming handy. The doink. The cup ice of the Pepsi here. <laughs> Sounds good. Get me hungry. You're getting me really, really hungry. And that's good. We're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit about our personal lives. Hamptons Dave is changing his life. He's going on some type of a 
Is it a health craze? Is it a journey, a wellness journey? What would you call this, Hams Dave? It's just more, I guess, probably to see more life. So it doesn't, yeah, like so we can make crazy. it past 2021. Crazy, yeah, <laughs> I'm not on some crazy, you know, change life type shit just for January. He said, you know, give, a, give some things up and get some things in return. You gave some things up for about five minutes and then you yes. took them right back and yes. nailed them. Yeah, give, give back to the earth to get what it's worth. Oh, shouts to Hamptons did in those powerful nostrils. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> this is the Ryan Show FM. And we will be back very soon. Honky Wonky's on the ones and twos as always. We're going to be playing a lot of new music tonight. We will be back. Hey, yo. All we did was slang. All we did was slang. Mini tip. That's my main. Fish scale pictures. Wish you well. Heard you got 30 up north. Inside me. He ain't need no scale. Woo. Shells with Bloomingdale's. Word on the street. He had two for sale. Push with your mouth like a root canal. Ashed with the mission. Woo. Pistol fools. Sitting on your head, I bet they get you soon Call side, side ain't got 30, bro, I got 50 I better cook a book in a jiffy Whip, all we did was slang, though All we did was slang, though Baby, that's baby, bro Came home scrambling, all you heard was ambulance Somebody got hit on the corner, doing hand-to-hands 12-12s out the minivan, I had a cellophane So great for years, backing up, taste tears. Hit him up close, you gotta boom, face boom, the face. Where I'm from, drive-bys overrated. overrated. If you got five bodies, then you famous. famous. Get a hammer from the brick, we gotta break it. Gotta break it. Broke the blended. Oh, damn, slang, though. Search of right like the birth of Christ Breaking every generational curse in life Perverse, concise, make sure the verse is right Return who adverse to the earth Make sure that my hearse is white In the contract, Jewish to match a grind that's foolish A Quran that's Buddhist Rapping so my Quran and denying stack moolah As I sign on the dotted line with the passion of a blind tattooist In reaction to slithers from lizard's mouth Yellow wolf, this is your first and your last pass I ain't gonna put it on blast, your punk know what this about You think it's about being loud or trying to be hostile Till you get found face down on the ground outside of Kid Rock House Though you a vulture pundit, I hope you get sober from this Men lie, women lie, so do numbers The energy never lies when you a overcomer The energy never dies when you a overcomer I don't rhyme for the likes, I'm who the jealous target I'm underground for life, this is a seller's market the rich get richer, the poor get more greedy. We need Clans A to get what's owed in these board meetings. 
Rappers catch L's after the squeezing them faux feces. Crackers patting themselves after the teachings of Morris Levy. But I was dubbed the greatest by the gossip. I'm King Tut the haters from this spider cockpit. It's Jacob Custom makes me fire watches. Inspired by Cool J driving sobs with cut creator right beside him. Driving Mazdas, I was labeled drug related by the coppers. A government that through the republic has been subjugated by the mobsters. Martin got shot on the Lorraine balcony, became alchemy. Was spit on at the hospital when suffocated by the doctors. Michael was sniped at six at night precisely by a laser. Mac Miller died pleading for his life, reciting God's prayer. Immaculately conceived, the product of Nas labor. Ain't like me, I'm Chris Lighty, I'm far later. Dedicated to the edification of selling blackness. I feel like Dame yelling at Kevin Lowes over leather jackets. Prince when he told Nas, on your masters or you out. Best rapper between Cardi and Meg Thee Stallion is cashed out. It's Detroit. Energy, I'm on forever. Shout out to everybody who made it out. And remember, God doesn't call to qualify. He qualifies to call. That's Christine King. And we have returned. Open-Minded Organics is what brings you the Ryan Show FM, at least this week. If you're looking for CBD, hemp, or anything of that nature, go to OMO, Open-Minded Organics. Find them on Instagram at Open-Minded Organics and order up. It doesn't matter whether you're in New York or some faraway place. I don't think they'll send you anything if you're our fans in Africa, but if you're on the soil, we'll get you your CBD. You've got my guarantee. It's tough to send anything. Remember we tried to send on the Yusuf. We tried to send Yusuf so much stuff out there. It's tough to send stuff out to Africa. It's just expensive too. It was like to send over Yusuf a t-shirt, it was like two hundred bucks. So we had to give him money to go and just make him over there. Just made more yeah. sense. It was crazy. It was like crazy shipping and handling prices. And this was before COVID nineteen. I'm sure it's even more now. So yeah, this is uh, it's a, it's a, we're moving right along through the night. Mr. Cheeks, Hamptons, Dave, and myself, Ryan Vernell are here. We form a trio, a tripod, if you will, known as the Ryan Show FM or the Ryan Show, depending on where you look. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Solid, baby. Uh, yep, everything's solid. Health is there for uh, you know this pandemic is crazy. Still can't really get out to places, especially in New York. They got pretty much everything shut. Down. You find a way, I mean, you though. Can, you, you can always find your ways. <laughs> you can always find your ways. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a there's a bar. So <laughs> or some weird underground party. <laughs> yes, yeah, those are That's good ones. Sure. They go all, for days. Those are the craziest. That side of New York is for another whole other episode. That underground. Shit. And now you're cutting this underground out of your life somewhat, no. somehow a little bit, or just. A little bit of a health craze. We talked about it before we got into uh, that music by Honky Wonky, but Hampton Dave has made some life changes over the past couple of days. He so let's let's let you tell the listeners out there. I heard that you stopped eating past a certain point in the day. Trying to trying to cut it maybe at nine. You know it's still late for. I know people cut off at like five. You told me you're cutting off eating at like three o'clock. Yeah, one p.m. Yeah. is when I start. Yeah, no, three three p.m. I don't. And I know that sounds crazy, but like I just look at it like that's when I know what my you body. Down for your nap, right? That's when I go down for my oh, nap. You don't eat at yeah, three o'clock. I stop eating <laughs> after three cheeks. You're I'm, right. I'm, you don't eat after three o'clock. No, that's because crazy. yo, because I just like feel it in my stomach. As crazy as that sounds, like when I'm digesting food at night, 
it doesn't do me well. I wake up, I feel kind of crazy. If I stop eating at a certain point, I wake up hungry, I start my routine and eating and working out at like six, seven in the morning. I feel great. I'm down like 15 pounds. I was getting a little pudgy. Everything's coming back to normal. I'm starting to get in my, I'm trying to get in this like UFC form. So for me, but this isn't about me. This is about Hammond's Dave and him changing his life. So <laughs> stopping eating at nine o'clock, that's a good start, Hammond's Dave. And that's yeah, not all. Did good. you say you were going to cut the carbs out too? Trying. I mean, it's like trying to. I'll never give up. That's the Italian in me. I don't think I could ever give that up totally. It's true, like, Guinea. You cannot give yeah, up those carbs. Once I think I'm out, they pull me right back. <laughs> <laughs> no, just trying, you know, trying to maybe kick off the year. I see Cheats is like pissed about about me not eating past three. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Like, what the f- is that, man? I don't understand that. <laughs> 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you don't eat no more than the next day? That's crazy. I'm also, like, trying to... Show. I can't do it. It's, dude, that's what it really comes down to. It was, like, discipline. Like, and I just, like, I, I got to find ways in my life to to show myself that I still have you some discipline. You can see the difference in our discipline. I gave up at 9 p.m., and it's, like, I'm, like, proud. You know, like, not eating after 9, that's lit. And Ryan tells me, yeah, I don't eat after three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's like anorexic. I was, yeah. I'd be lying if I said I had Ryan to force myself to throw up, up after every meal too. No, just one. There's, I ate too much, <laughs> I ate too much pig belly and I felt it in my stomach. My girl's like, what are you doing? She's like, what are you bulimic? I just like felt the, the pork belly, like the grease and the craziness. I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe it's paranoia. Maybe I'm smoking too much. <laughs> You're definitely Maybe smoking too. too much, but as you see here in outer space, Yep. With my outer space background here on Zoom. So, yeah, so we don't yes, really talk sir. about this much, but, and, it, and it's surprising to me that Hampton's Dave tests his physical limitations so much when he's already literally survived death, which yep. is something that we haven't really talked about much on this program. Cheeks, do you know this story? Have we even told you the story about Hampton's Dave, the revival, the redemption, the, the phoenix rising from the, the ashes, re- if you the will? The redemption. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me know. Let me know. So, oh, man. We're going to preface this. I'm going to let Ham's Dave tell the story of Ham's Dave, obviously. I can't tell his story. But I will say this. I, I What brought this up, and the reason we want to talk about this, I saw an article online where they were talking about people's experiences after they had legally died and what they had seen when they were legally dead. Some people saw a tunnel, and they decided not to go into the light. They feel maybe if they did, that would have been the end. Some people saw their body floating up into the sky, so, you know, as I preface this story, Hamptons Dave, was there anything crazy that you saw no. when it went down? See, I also wasn't out for like minutes. I don't even know if, you know, the hospital, what the, what I was told is that my pulse stopped. I had no pulse and that I stopped bleeding, like the blood stopped. And they said that when that happens, that's like, that's the, pretty the step where you have, you have to like bring them back or it's going to become a problem. And they, they said I was out for like, 45 seconds to a minute and i woke up and i just started cursing everybody out around me but we gotta we gotta we gotta i I just jumped too far ahead of myself i'm sorry we gotta get the story so that cheeks understands what exactly went down because the story itself is pretty crazy yeah i mean i was i was working in a restaurant at the time it was actually i guess i could really go into this into full length now that it's you know it's done in court i I remember at the time when we first started doing the show yeah couldn't really talk about it. So I was working. It was my last Sunday at this restaurant job. Uh, and it was a, my last day there. And I worked at double. So I worked from the morning to the end. And I had this thing on every Sunday. I was trying to 
have a sip from every, I would pick one spirit and I would try to take a drink from every bottle that we had, every brand <laughs> that we had. Like I did vodka. I tried to, you know, make vodka sodas or do a shot of like every, I'd be lit by like four o'clock in the afternoon. I was lit, still working, but lit. So this day it was scotch and I was trying to, I got up to like my seventh one and then it got kind of busy. So I had to stop drinking a little bit. Uh, and I had a plan. I was like, let's get everybody together. We'll go across the street to the bar across the street and we'll all do a shot real quick. Just as like the last, you know, like a celebration almost last day at this job. So it gets busy and I get sidetracked and all of a sudden I see like three of my coworkers walk in smiling. Like they had, you know, just had a couple drinks or something like, what? it's like, this is, they're a little too friendly right now. And I got pissed because this was my whole plan to go. And I was just pissed. I didn't go across. So uh, I'm sitting with the table. I'm actually sitting with the table, talking about their meal, just chilling with them while I'm working. I'm a server. I'm waiting tables at the time. So I'm sitting with these people and I'm talking about the dessert menu. And they have to be like, this kid is lit right now. <laughs> like just sat down while they're eating their meal. And I'm just talking to him. And he would get lit. Hey, get- but Dave somehow can get like blacked out and still perform. It's still like read orders, take orders. It's amazing. Yeah. So I, I see everybody coming in the side door and this goes right to the street and you can go right to the bar. And I said, you know, forget that noise. Like you're going without me. And I just, I just, I just went for it. I just beelined it into the street and I got, next thing you know, I wake up in the road. I got hit by a minivan doing like 40, went through the windshield and got shot like 30 feet. And uh, luckily at the bar, there were two EMTs at my garden, two EMTs at the bar retired you know, ambulance workers were eating at the bar and I got shot like right to the front door of the bar. So they were able to get to me within like 30 seconds. And all I remember is waking up and I see, I always, I always tell this joke. I make wake up in the, he's like a regular at the bar. So I'd always tell him I wake up and this guy's trying to kiss me, but he was giving me mouth to mouth. I woke up and somebody was just over me, giving me mouth to mouth. And I just had no, in my mind, he was turned on everybody out. Yeah. In my mind, I'm thinking, right. yo, that table still needs to order dessert. Like, why am I laying in the street when this table's still? And they're like, no, you got hit. It's serious. And then I start looking around. It was, then it like kicked in a little bit. It was. Uh, so what happened? Did you do you remember seeing the light? No. Did you float away just, from your body? It was like I just woke up in the street. That was it. So was it blackness? Was it? You, nothing. Just literally yeah, from I mean, A to like, B. I didn't see anything. It was just Whoa, like I woke up. Literally, I was like I just woke up in the street and like. 50 people around me it wasn't you didn't like go through like a portal and you see like hitler like and evil people throughout history so at least you know i woke up right i didn't skip a beat like i knew i was at work i was like why am i laying in the street while i'm working like oh this is and i got pissed off i got when i get when i'm drunk and i get embarrassed i start cursing people out around me and that's what happened i just started cursing everybody (laughs) out around me like why are all these people around me What's going on right now? And then I look down, and like, yeah, your, your leg is your leg is broken in half. <laughs> Incredible so that you know they lifted I see you, but it hasn't slowed me down. I <laughs> still out there. That, that's that, there's a few incredible parts about this story. All these years later, what was this? Five years ago? Six years ago? Seven? What? Yeah, probably five years ago. It was actually my brother's first one year wedding anniversary, and he got a call around. At the time, they didn't know, like, people on the scene didn't know if I was surviving or not. Me, I knew I was surviving. I was, like, had already, I was in shock still, so I didn't really feel anything. But I was, like, talking to people, and I knew I was fine. But the fire department, when I left in the helicopter to go to Stony Brook, it was critical condition. 
you know, helicoptered him out. And it's not a sad ending. Everything. I got the, the treatment. Obamacare saved me. How long were you Shout in the hospital Obamacare. for? Uh, 29 days. 29 days in the hospital. No, no one should. You know, in the Hamptons, you, you know, you wish you walk across the street in Bridgehampton, you want to get hit by a Rolls Royce, a Rolls Royce or a Bentley or, you know, a Benz. I got hit by like a 92 Astro van. Put your loppy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It was just the worst. Yeah. Well, he was meant to survive. See, he went on to do all this and still to this day goes out and he gives it to people on the basketball court. So, what do you have? A metal leg? How does that work? I do. I have a rod in my leg, in my, uh, in my left leg. I broke my tib- tibula and fibula, which are the two bones, like my shin bone and my, the other little bone in your leg broke completely through so they put a metal rod in that is crazy there's not a real not a crazy scar either right i don't think i no it, it the scar looks like i mean the legs got cuts and stuff all over but the scar is like an acl you know surgery scar yeah and the other amazing part is that you're all here mentally some not a not i mean i guess some would argue that I but i did more damage at the tabs <laughs> than the accident <laughs> Well, but, uh, there you go. That yeah, explains yeah, I mean, the wellness kick. That I mean, quick whip is still there, and that jump shot didn't go anywhere for anybody out there. And that just goes to show it was really all you needed this whole time was the jump shot, right? It's what got you all these places. So, wow, what a story. And to those religious listeners out there. I blame it on them. If they would have just waited for me and we would have went over to the bar all together. Yeah, yep. selfish of them. It's never my fault. You know, everything, it's funny, like, <laughs> not like an insult to injury, not even like it's a I'm, it sucks. I'm laid up in the hospital for, you know, this is probably like 15 days and my lawyer comes in and he's going over everything. We're trying to like, you know, I was drunk. So was, we we're trying to like look at the best ways we could find <laughs> this. And like everything was against me. And then the witness, like the lead witness that talked to the police, they're reading the police report. It goes, two guys go and run into the street and the chubby one dressed in all black <laughs> got hit by the car. So it's like insult to injury. Yeah, they had to hit you with a fat joke as you're laying there mobile. (laughs) The hell, (laughs) it's messed up. (laughs) Chubby, chubby guy goes down in the street. Two guys running, the chubby one with the beard. Well, it's good to see that you're still here here today, kicking better than ever. Better now, you're like a cyborg with that metal leg. Yep, something. Can you jump higher now that it's metal? Is there like a spring in there? I don't even know if I can jump anymore. Just as long as this can still shoot. That's all that matters. Well, say athleticism is not is not the forte anymore. <laughs> we're all uh, we're all getting to that age where but we got to start even, being I careful. I just blame that on the on the injury. Yeah, not the last ten years of my life. No, of course it's the injury. <laughs> it's not nothing in between any of the craziness. So, Dan, there you have it—the story of Hamptons Dave's terrible accident in which he's recovered. I guess it's a good story in the end, right? Everything's uh, everything's moving along. I'm here, bitch. Is this an indicator for what happens after death for you at all? Did it change yeah. like any of your deeper? No. If Did anything, it make it you? No. If anything, it kind of I was saved because somebody was happened to be at the you know the bar. You know, some would say was that there. was God. Some would say that God jumped into that man and breathed life into you, or kissed you on the lips, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, <laughs> that was my favorite part. I bet. That's what got him woke him right up. It was like smelling salt. 
Yeah. That's how you know he was alive, is getting poked in the in the ribs when he was on top of you. No, nah, they said <laughs> I, I woke up and I just immediately said, get the fuck off me. Like the, I was like, what am I doing here? They're like, you kept asking, why are you, why am I laying on the road? Oh, no. What was that movie, Stand By Me, where the kid <laughs> pulls the girl out all, of the... And all I'm thinking is Table 16 still needs to order dessert. Like, why am I laying here on the ground? It's my kind of waiter. So there you That's have it, folks. Crazy. Follow Hamptons Dave and wherever his adventure will go next at Hamptons Dave on Instagram. This is perfect timing. We've got Coach Hugh Jackson coming in very, very soon. Honky Wonky is just crazed. I can tell he wants to scratch <laughs> on those ones and twos. And yeah, as we're going to this break, remember, open-minded organics. That would have uh, saved Dave 30 days of recovery had he just lathered himself in CBD oil. I bet he would have healed just fine. <laughs> Folks, this is the Ryan Show <laughs> FM. We got Hugh Jackson coming on. After that, we've got Fred Rose Starr. We're going to be playing some new music tonight by Jay Gutta. Death Note by Jay Gutta. Folks, this is the Ryan Show FM, and we will be back. Everything's a risk, it's a bloody risk I might throw a fit, but I know I'm fit If it's too legit, you should quit, legit I'm up in the mix, we can't coexist I've been running this so long, I got shin splints Just tell me what it is, no comprende hint hints I like pieces like my paragraph is with the indents But my sixth sense tells me I should keep my distance just find me intense, baby, like the instant. I'll snap in an instant, cut you off and get bent. I don't do no folding, heard my dog got Kojo motives. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, put him down, he barely noticed. Pressed your luck for whammy bonus, got your family broken. Now we ain't spoken, not a word, already told him it's murder. Murder ain't death, bro. What you heard or what you think you best know. All that is dead, all that other is dead Consider this my death No test, no gets smoke I can't trust my bitch, she got the best, you know I might cut the strictly cause I wanted to I do what I wanna do, my father was a goner too I can kill the vibe, staying alive, staying alive I'm more low than high, look at my eyes, look at the signs If they're switching sides, get the strap or cut the ties Right? Dead that, if it's cut and dry I'm on, you know that I'm on I met the plug from Saigon I think his bitch from Taiwan Can't talk with Larry no more Whole life he made you crime on I'm not the one to lie on No, uh. And we are back. Part three, if you will, of the Ryan Show FM commences. This is your host, Ryan Vernell. And I'll tell you this, folks. When my car is broken down here on Long Island or in the New York City area, I go right to Arthur's Auto Repair at 628 Medford Avenue on Route 112, or a.k.a. Route 112 in Padjog, New York. If there is anything that needs to be done with your car, it doesn't matter if it's a routine inspection. If you need to get your tires rotated, whatever it is, they'll do it at a better or more competitive price than anyone else on the island. Plus, they're just a couple of good guys in there, all right? Tell them I sent you. Be sure to mention The Ryan Show when you're paying out, and you might just get a little bit of a hookup. DJ Honky Wonky on the ones and twos, and boy, is it good to be here. Ain't that right, Hamptons Dave? Yeah, I'm just still always blown away. Uh, DJ Honky Wonky sets always, uh, they always set the mood right when we go to those breaks. So 
I'm happy everybody gets to always just listen to DJ Honky Wonky. He's a big part of the show. Scratching those ones and twos. He needs to make an Instagram, though. That's one thing. Yeah, Definitely need, needs to make. To, get with the times. We need to get him on some interviews. I think the world needs to. No one really knows what he sounds like. See, it's a big mystery, and we'll we'll get a little bit more into Honky Wonky later. But right now, we've got an NFL legend in the chat. He's back again. Yes. And his insight is second to none. It's very, very timely that we're bringing him back for the second time on this program. We've got big things a-brewing or a-stewing, depending on the terminology you'd like to use. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for ex-NFL coach, football expert, the one and only, the legendary Hugh Jackson is in the building. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What an honor to be here. Honor to have you here. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's always good having you here. I wish I was lit off that tequila. I was going to say, we got to get the (laughs) drinks poured for each of us out here. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's pronounced Grand Leyenda, which is an amazing name for tequila. I never would have thought I'd have seen you pushing a tequila brand. It must be special. What's so great about this tequila? Well, it's just, it's organic, first of all. So don't panic organic is 100 <laughs> usda organic tequila we have all four marks we have the uh blanco the silver the reposado the anejo we're coming out with anejo extra um we think it's the best in the world and you don't have to worry about having a bad hangover the next day because we have the natural agave we don't add anything to our tequila and so it is the best I'll That's take the that difference as a challenge maker. to see if it gives me a hangover or not. We'll see <laughs> Don't tell him that. Drink, drink <laughs> yeah. as much as you want. I want you to know, drink as much as you want. And then you gotta I love that. And if you Just, have a hangover, I'll pay for your tequila the next day. He might cool. hold you to that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely might hold you to that. And that's like a difference. Not a lot of people know. Everybody, I, I like to consider myself a tequila expert, but I realize I just it's just my like favorite drink. But you start naming all these different tequilas, and I realize I really don't know much at all. Like, are you an actual expert on the tequila drink? Is that what got you into this? I've become one. I never liked tequila, and so our CEO Daryl Span at the time he was the only minority owner in the space. Now, obviously, here comes uh, The Rock, here comes LeBron James, here comes P. Diddy. Everybody's getting their tequila. But as I said to all of them, let's compete. Because people are finding out that tequila is the only upper spirit. I mean, it's the only upper spirit in the spirit world. So that's why it's so good. But when I think about the days when I was drinking tequila, man, look, it was bad because (laughs) it wasn't good. So I'm fired up. I start drinking this and I, I love it. You always hear that different alcohols bring out a different type of drunk. Like they say, be careful when you drink whiskey. People start like beating each other over the head. Yeah. They say tequila gets the, the pants to fall off. That's always what I remember hearing. And they, it, makes you dance. That's what they say. <laughs> dance vertically. Definitely something to try. And can they dance order that horizontally? In, vertically. I meant to say horizontally. Yeah. See that? I got you. <laughs> Thanks for the correction there, Hamstein. Gotcha. And it's, a, it's, it's an upper too, so it's up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> the the upper drinks. Definitely. Besides tequila, well, first off, where can they find the tequila really quick? Where if, Can they order it anywhere in the country to anyone that's out there listening? Where? So um, a thousand bottles is the best place to go to because they ship and they pr- they ship across the country. And the next week and a half, we will be in 27 different cities. So we're going to make yes. this happen. New York will be one of the places. So if we can just hold on for a little bit, we're going to make sure everybody can drink Grand Leenda because we think it's uh, the, the coming spirit of this year. 
It's a basic human right to be able to enjoy that tequila, especially during a pandemic. Definitely. So especially, especially during a pandemic. Oh yeah. You know, you know, right after he was on the show the last time, Hugh, I I caught you on uh, Keyshawn, and I I didn't really know about the tequila. You you know you and the tequila, and I turned on the you know the radio. I was driving into work, and uh, I was like, this voice sounds so familiar, and he's talking about tequila, and it was Coach, and uh, you know. You got to get that. I, I got to put that offer in. I got to get a bottle of tequila. Absolutely. You guys deserve a bottle. I mean, obviously, if, if somebody deserves a bottle of tequila, Mac, don't clap. You're, you're not drinking sure. any. Now, we did a big segment on it on I Am Athlete, um, you know, with Brandon yep. Marshall. I saw that, too, with Brandon Marshall. Yep. It was uh, phenomenal. As a matter of fact, uh, three days after that, we sold out. <laughs> so. It was fun, you know. It's it's been really good, and people love the taste, the taste profile of our tequila. And hopefully, I'm gonna get you guys some so we can sell out some more. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So now that being said, you mentioned Keyshawn Johnson. I was listening to ESPN, and the rumor mill is churning or churning, and they mentioned you also. They were I forgot. I think it was like a Vikings position. They were talking about a potential retirement as offensive coordinator. Is there any uh, any uh, truth to these speculations that I heard on the radio on ESPN? Oh, there's some. There's a, a few here and there. I think my name has been circulating a little bit. Uh, I can't give away all my secrets, but uh, I hope to be back on the sidelines coaching offense uh, here in the near future. People yes. could really use it. And now there's, what, seven head coaching positions going into next year? Yes, it's, uh, it's amazing. I just uh, – and I feel for the coaches – uh, that were let go because I know what that's like. It's tough, you know, because it's a pandemic on top of injuries, on top of everything that coaches have to go through. Uh, but at the same time, we know what it is when we sign up for it. So yep. uh, I'm sure those coaches will will bounce back and get back on their feet and keep on moving. I'll tell you, as a yeah. fan, um, you know, I don't want anybody to get fired, but sometimes uh, you like to see some people leave the organization. And uh, <laughs> as a as a Jets fan, I think we made the right choice. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a, that's a premium job, in my opinion. Yep. And uh, they're going to do everything they can to get it fixed. Ooh, is this a potential uh, something is swirling <laughs> here? Because, I mean, look, as a New York sports fan, we would love to have you in New York City. Because it's almost happened multiple times. <laughs> it has. So we'll see. Never know. Might be one of the spots. Now, Coach, we're in your corner. We're in your corner to get back on that sideline. That's right. Now, that being said, seven positions. Is there one specifically that stands out that you think might be like the prime or premier spot, as you'd say? Like top choice? Well, I, think, I mean, obviously, when you have the first pick of the draft and it's probably a quarterback and you have other draft capital, I think everybody would say Jacksonville, you know, is the, the number one job, you know, on the board from a uh, go in, have a chance to really change the culture, uh, bring in your type of players. I think that's it. A lot of people will say it's the Texans because of Deshaun Watson. You know, his ability to uh, play the game. You know, he was he led the league in passing yards this year. Had a phenomenal season with very little support. You know, so yeah. that's the one. Of them. And then you look at what happened in Philadelphia today. You know, uh, obviously you have two quarterbacks. One that's a veteran player that's uh, being paid. And another one who's a young player who has a chance to ascend. So, um, I think those three jobs, you know, you get excited about, but who wouldn't want to go to Atlanta with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Ridley? I mean, 
there are some real premium jobs that are out there, but it's still got to be the right fit for the coach and the people that comes with it. Yeah. All with four uh, of with everything going on about Deshaun Watson right now, do you think there's any chance uh, the Jags would trade that number one pick uh, for Deshaun Watson? Do you think he's one of those players that you would give up a number one pick for? Because he's, you know, like you said, he's, he's one of the, the real deals at quarterback I, in the NFL right now. If they ask me, I'd give up <laughs> the team for him right now. Yep. That's what it, yep. <laughs> I, I think I, I'm Miami's about to thing. do that. They they and say that right now that two pick, I'm ready to throw the you know I, I let I want the Jets to go all in. He's proven that he is uh, you know one of those cream of the crop quarterbacks, and that he's he's only going to get better. He's going to transcend uh, to another level. Uh, I think he's one of those generational talent guys like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, and, um, whoever can, if he is traded, I think Houston would be doing their city a disservice. And whoever gets him will be excited that they have it. I don't know what's going on Houston, in Houston. Houston's got to be ready for them to just trade their star away. That's still one of the I, – I don't know. And he's still putting numbers up, like you said, after they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. It's like they want to force him out for some reason. I don't understand. Like, why get rid of one of the top receivers and then all these rumblings and rumors? It just doesn't really make sense to me. For Like you said, a top – I guess he's probably a top five quarterback for sure. Oh, no, no doubt. I think uh, you said it. I mean, why? I mean, you just need to do everything you can to support him yeah. and to put him in position to have success. And uh, that's not the case. And But we never know what's happening behind closed doors. But at the same time, just Deshaun Watson, the player, the person, the leader, that's the kind of guy you want on your football team. Yes. I guess we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot going on. So, in terms of the playoffs, we've got some big matchups. The Bills are, are looking pretty scary. Obviously, the Chiefs back in it as usual. So if you had to pick a Super Bowl prediction for the two teams that are going to face off in a few weeks, who would you think has the most likely chance to play in the Super Bowl this year? My pick a week ago, and I'll still stand by it, I think it's Kansas City, and I think it's New Orleans. That's my that, – yeah. those are my teams I think that are going to make it. I think – New Orleans is going to hit a stride here. Drew Brees finally got Michael Thomas back. Yeah. Uh, they, they'll, you know, play a little bit better defensively than they did the other day, even though they played against a good team. Um, and then when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, I, I, regardless of him winning the MVP or not, I think he's the best quarterback in the league. So I just um, – he will will his team to victories, and I think that's what's going to happen. And I could not disagree with that. He's just so nasty. Pat, Patrick Mahomes is just so nice. Yeah, just, he's something else. He's he's definitely is like one of those generational talents. He is uh he's the real deal. He's got the league pretty much in his hands. He's barring, like a step you know, above. Like you look at stuff. LeBron yes. back in the air, yep. I guess even now, like just kind of a step above the rest. I kind of look at Pat Mahomes or Patrick Mahomes kind of the same way. On a semi-different note, they're saying Trevor Lawrence is head and shoulders above the competition this year. Would you say that he's in a separate class than any of the other quarterbacks that are a part of this next draft? Well, I think Trevor is uh, very talented. Um, I, I don't know if it's that much separation as people say. I just think yeah. body of work has been really good. You know, he's played big time football, even though he was out for a while with COVID. He came back and put his team in position. They didn't beat Ohio State, but it's a team game. But at the same time, yeah. he demonstrated the things you're looking for. But I think there's three or four guys in this draft that are going to go on football teams and have chances to ascend. I mean, look at Josh Allen today, you know, when he was drafted, people wasn't sure what he was going to be. Everybody know he was a big athlete with a big arm 
and that he was intelligent. But nobody thought that this year he'd play the way he played. Anyway. You just don't you know. See what, you see what the right wideout does for these quarterbacks, though. Ooh, you get him in the right situation, you get digs on It's like a totally different, totally, totally different player. Yeah, and that's what there. support the quarterback. I mean, hopefully what this shows organizations that if you <clears> get the quarterback support, what he needs, that good things can happen. That if you have that, you know, every Hall of Fame quarterback has a, a, a Robin, you know. There's some receiver that played for him that, you know, played really well. And I it goes hand in hand. People that think it doesn't, that's not true, you know. So yeah. – at the same time, you know, the quarterbacks are special, but you better have some other talent around them in order for them to flourish yeah. and become. Uh, no matter who speak, it is. This- speaking of quarterbacks real quick, I just want to ask, do you think anyway, if, if, if field shows out tonight, Justin Fields for Ohio state, do you think there's any chance that he could jump into that number one? Or you think Lawrence just has it all locked up? If, think, if, if they do decide to choose and I not think, trade the, the pick. Yeah. I think he has it locked up. I think people, you know, have seen him. He's won a national title. He's played good football. Uh, he has unbelievable numbers. Um, he's big. He's athletic. He has an arm talent. I mean, I think the other guy that people don't talk enough about is the Zach Wilson kid out of BYU. Yeah. You know, I think he's very, very talented, you know, in Justin Fields as well. But I think the pecking order for who is two, three, four, I think that's still yet to be determined. Yes. You know, I think it'll be determined over the next several weeks. You mentioned – Every quarterback, major, you know, one of the best quarterbacks, they, they need that Robin. Every Batman needs his Robin. And this week, there's a chance that Brady and Gronk are going to pass. I believe it's the, the, the number one, one-two punch, the most touchdowns ever in the postseason between two guys. I think they're about to pass Montana and Moss, if I'm not, or Montana and, uh, and Rice. And Rice, if I'm not mistaken. I remember last time you were here, Hugh, you mentioned that you were very concerned about the outcome of the season amidst the pandemic. You weren't sure if they would be able to keep it under control and keep the players under control. And and we saw a lot of games were canceled. A lot of teams were, were shut down for a little bit. But overall, how do you think the NFL handled performing during the COVID-19 pandemic? Because I think it's been tough. But when you look around the league and you see not just players, but coaches, you know, I mean, there was no answer for coaches. I mean, we watched last night as the Cleveland Browns, who had an unbelievable showing, but they played the game without their coach. So either they were playing for their coach last night, and that was a added motivation to help get this thing over the top, but they had three other assistants out too. And that's, that's devastating for a team. Most teams can't function right when that happened because nobody ever said, boy, there's a bullpen for, for coaches when they get out. You know, there's wow. not. There is for players. You can bring them up from the practice squad, but you're not bringing coaches up from the practice squad, so it's different. That's a really good point. I didn't hear too many people mention that. That's like mm-hmm. incredible that they won last night, against, you know, considering all the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I mean, going into that game, you would, you would have thought there is no way they could win that game. And not just because it was a Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. It was because they played them the week before. Is the third time they're playing them. The Browns did not practice all week. Their coach wasn't there. He was, I'm sure he was Zoom calls, but he couldn't be there. They couldn't be there. They traveled to Pittsburgh, and not only did they win, they kicked their ass. They just keep it real. They they kicked their ass. (laughs) That first quarter was, it's like I turned it on, watched the start, and I walked away for a little bit, and I came back. It was 28 nothing already by the end of the first quarter. 
How did that happen? Yeah. yeah. A little extra motivation with Juju talking that smack, saying Cleveland is Cleveland. You can see they were just fired up when they went out there. Well, that tells what you, you, you got to be careful what you say sometimes. Yeah, because, definitely. The, the Browns are just the Browns. That's what this league is. You know, <laughs> yep. they look we, they look for things to get excited about. They need yeah. some bulletin material. And you give them the wrong thing, wow, look out. It's going to come that, back at you. Especially after the last offensive dance. line and running. You know, that Browns offensive line and running, though, they can, if they get going, they could be, if that defense steps up, that's that's a team that could play with anyone, too. It's going to oh, be no, exciting they, to watch them next week. Yeah. They have two of the best running backs in football. There's no yeah. doubt. Kareem Hunt looked like a man on a mission last night, and Nick Chubb is so consistent. Uh, their offensive line has played well, even when people were out of the, out. Out of, uh, so I, you know, they've done a really good job. Baker Mayfield's really come on. He's a leader of the team. He's doing some great stuff. But they're running into a Super Bowl champion this week. They run yep. into a Super Bowl champion with a very motivated quarterback who always has something to prove. And you mentioned something a second ago that I keep telling people, you know, uh, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, how many times have those guys been passed over for MVPs? Because we expect them to do extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is with Patrick. He probably won't win the MVP this year, but the guy that led the, the returning Super Bowl team to a 14-1 and record. You know, and he has a tight end that is that is almost like a receiver when it comes to yards. So you would think that, wait a minute, I understand how people judge this thing. It's the most valuable player on a team. If people don't think that Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable mm-hmm. player he's in this league, they're crazy. Crazy. They're crazy. But everybody wants to throw for five yards every week, you know, in order to win. But all he does is win. And now they're saying Aaron Rodgers, who, who, by the way, also I do think is like super underrated. Like, love Aaron Rodgers. Like, mm-hmm. just what he's able to pull off year after year and never seems to really get And what too the much team credit. does to him. I mean, they drafted a quarterback. It's yeah. like, why would you not try to put offense around him? I understand you want to look towards the future and you want to do it where you have somebody you can groom. But, I mean, with the first pick, uh, you know, sec- or second, what was it, second round pick, they took quarterback. That's crazy. It's pretty high. Why? And I know you need to draft for the future, but at the same time, this is Aaron Rodgers, and you give him a few more tools, yep. and that's two or three more wins for you. Yeah. So you just got to find a way, and I wouldn't want to piss him off right now. No. <laughs> you know? And so he's pissed off probably at the whole league, and he will win the MVP. I truly believe that. Um, but I still think they're still lacking a little bit in order to yeah. get to well, I agree with you, and I guess we'll find out. I know that you have a very busy night. You've got you're in the tequila game, and that's a game yeah. that never stops. It doesn't pour till you can't pour no more. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, I love. That. I know all three of us live by that exact quote. <laughs> I, I don't. Know, I don't want to include you. I mean, all three of us is in the Invisible <laughs> Mister Cheeks because I'm sure he's yeah. going to really be digging that tequila. <laughs> but now, who's, you were- the, who's winning the game tonight? Uh oh, I heard that. Bama. I gotta say, right? It's like the I most... never go. I never go against Bama, and you like, can't. I always like. I thought they would be Clemson those, and I lost bets on both those. Uh-oh. And I just I don't go against Nick Saban. I just like in in winning. I always go with the. It's just a proven commodity. Like, uh, to me, I don't think Justin Fields has is going to pull it off. He's not throwing for six touchdowns today. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting. They, uh, Alabama has a young defense. They've given up some touchdowns. They have uh, given up touchdowns, yep. Sure have scored a lot, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they only have the Heisman Trophy winner and one of the runner-ups, and 
a young man that's been hurt, that's coming back. I think he's going to play tonight, Jalen Waddle. Uh, that is, you know, we talk about Devontae Smith. Jalen Waddle is supposed to be better than him. So <laughs> everybody better look out. You know, it's going to be an unbelievable game. You got one game, that team that played 12 games, another team that played seven games. It is the Ohio State. You know, they're the Big Ten darlings, and here comes the SEC darlings, and it's going to be an unbelievable game. So I'm looking forward to it. We might who have to got? cancel the rest of the show. <laughs> Coach, who do you got uh, not, tonight? I can't say. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. It's hard for me, even though my loyalty is to the Buckeyes, because I, I yeah. know quite players on the team. I just, when I look at Alabama, they're so explosive offensively, and these receivers are really good. And I think what you'll see tonight is you're going to see some defensive backs that people thought were really good players get exposed. You know, there, there's some guys that people think are top draft picks. I don't see them that way because I've, I watch other teams do it to them. So yeah. both sides. And so it's just going to be interesting. And if they don't corral Smith and if Waddle is going to be what he just, what he's been and Najee Harris is going to be what he's been. Don't get me wrong. They have Garnett and Aleve, Aleve on Ohio state side who can really go get it too. It's going to be, I, I, I'm afraid it's going to be a high-scoring game, you know, and it's going to be who turns the ball over the least is who's going to win this game. So I, yeah. I think it'll be. It's a game of turnovers. You heard it here from Coach Hugh Jackson first. Hugh, where can they find you on IG? You can find me on Instagram at Hugh Jackson 5. Hugh Jackson 5. All right. And uh, and also the Ultimate Breakdown podcast. Everybody out there, there's a great podcast out there hosted by Hugh Jackson, James Baldwin, and the amazing young talent Robert Wampler, who also writes for our website, theryanshow.fm. Go peep Ultimate Breakdown. What do we got to look forward to uh, with the podcast this year as we close things out? It's been awesome. I mean, those guys have been sensational very knowledgeable. They work at it. And you said it, Robert Wampler is one of the youngest guys that I've ever been associated with, but who understands the game. You know, he really works at it. And so does James. And I'm very proud to be a part of that with those guys. And I'm proud that, you know, we're a part of what you guys do. So it makes it a lot of fun. And uh, boy, we're looking to take it to another level next year. We got some big things coming in 2021, and it's always good to have you here. Hugh, hopefully we'll have you back soon. We'll do some, like, draft analysis. Who knows? The future taste, is long. We got taste testing. That sounds yeah. more like it. <laughs> but I will leave you with this. I don't think I'll be able to do that because I think I'm going to be putting together the best offense in the national Yes. Ooh, <laughs> I got a feeling you will be too. Thank you. Thank you so much. And looking forward to that. Thank you for everything, Hugh, folks. This is the Ryan Show FM. We've got Honky Wonky on the ones and twos, as per <laughs> always. Honky Wonky, let's get it going, baby. Let's go. <laughs>